Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, very good. Could I be any happier? Welcome to Nick Flanagan Weekly with Nick Flanagan, titular host. That's me. You would never know it was almost midnight right now by the sheer level of energy I'm throwing your way, and I will continue to hold for the length of this podcast with some dips. Starting right now. Hi, I'm Nick. How are you? You didn't think I'd come through and grace you with another solo episode, but here I am. You can't get rid of me. Not that easily, at least. Um, parks are fun. I go with the dogs now. I have a reason to go to parks more. So I go to this park and I throw them around. And You know, the thing about the city of Toronto is, honestly, I hate to say it, but it's you should have a car. If you have a car, it's like the bountiful. There's so much cool stuff. So many COVID hotspots you can hit. <laughs> 20, 40 minutes from each other. All hotspots. But also, rife with uh, parkland. And where I'm staying right now, there's a really nice, gigantic park. If you go one way, you go all the way to the sort of Humber River Trail. If you go a whole other way, it's like this other thing. There's golf courses and stuff. And then I found an ancient Italian bakery. I mean, I'm living in the, a magical life of exploration, and I love it, and I still have a beard. And this beard, let me tell you, it's okay. There's gray. It's fine. I'm older now than I was. And what happens when you're older than you were is you get gray hairs in your beard. And let me tell you, these people, you see them in L.A., and you're like, oh, that guy's got a nice dark beard. Dyes, dyes his beard. And that's totally cool as well, but they're old too. Everyone in L.A. is also old. John Wick's got some gray in his beard. I think that's kind of a cool thing. Finished the John Wick trilogy today. Turns out it's not a trilogy. There's going to be like five movies. So they left me hanging at the end of three. It's like watching Game of Thrones. Now I'm waiting two years to be disappointed. Ay ay ay. Okay, so what have we talked about? <laughs> Parks and Beard and John Wick in about three minutes. Not bad. Threw it down there for you. But uh, yeah, I, what, I, what I'm saying about having the beard is, first of all, it's kind of funny to grow a beard in a time period where everyone on the street is not going to see it. So the only person I'm, I'm growing it for are like partner. And it's like, it's got to be annoying to kiss a beard person, right? I can't imagine it's fun. Right now, the focus is on tidiness. So what I'm trying to make sure is that I get the freaking hairs that go like over my lip. Because I don't want to look... I love, love Sam Elliott, but right now I'm not going to do the Sam Elliott. Maybe in the future. But the more I tidy it, then the lower one part goes, it starts looking Amish. If I really wanted to be hip, I'd get one of these like political podcaster beards like the charpo cop house guys these political guys you know dirt bag left that's what they call them grow one of those types of things everyone would think i was cool then but no mine is kind of like my 
It's kind of a gentle beard. Not a gentleman's beard, but there's a gentleness to the beard. It's definitely not a Santa beard. Beard tips. Got them? Weeklypodcast at gmail.com. W-E-A-K-L-Y podcast at gmail.com. And since I'm on... Also, when you trim your beard, your these little hairs go everywhere. It's a goddamn nightmare. No one told me about that. I mean, I knew about that from other forms of shaving, but I mean, it doesn't seem like the beard, the hairs are so little when you do the little trimmer, it doesn't seem like there should be so many. And yet when you look down on the sink, looks like you killed a porcupine. Porcupine. So what was I talking? Oh yeah, I was going to tell you on the, well, I'm telling you things about uh, stuff, how to contact me, how to see me. As some of you may know, my name is Nick. I'm a comedian. I've been doing it for quite some time. And uh, in this period of social isolation, I have been one of these people who has not done any live shows. None. Not during the summer when people were saying it was cool. The last one I did was like March 13th, which was right before everything went into like, uh, uh-oh. So I'm doing pretty much only Zoom shows. If you do a Zoom comedy show, let me know. I'd be happy to do it. But I'm not here just to beg you for a Zoom show. We're going to do a show. The Avail Comedy People, Avail Yourself is the name of the show. And it's all the people I do uh, the in the green Zoom live stream and podcast with. Chris Fairbanks, Maggie May, Phoebe Bottoms, Sarah... Sarah June, Paul Danke, Ryan Singer, Gareth Reynolds, uh, Greg Barris, I don't want to forget anybody here, because, oh, Matt McCarthy, these are all really amazing people, like, if you looked up something about each one of these people, you'd go, wow, they're cool, they do so much, um, I really want to make sure I didn't forget anybody because they're all awesome. But if I forgot someone, I, I'll give you some money. So just let me know if I forgot you and, and you can get money. If you're someone from in the green zoom who listens to this podcast, which is essentially impossible. I, oh, and James Fritz. There you go. The great James Fritz. I think I covered them all. Anyway, those are the comedians. James, anyway, you, you saw that list Thursday, July, uh, Thursday, January 28th, 8 p.m. Pacific. That's 11 p.m. Eastern. So this is for you night birds if you're on the East Coast. We are doing another live comedy show, and I'm really looking forward to it. So that's Thursday, uh, January 28th, 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern. Go to nightlight.tv for more information. All right, well, I told you about that. I put a lot of time into telling you about that. It felt like almost too much time. And I will get back to the dog stuff. I go to the park. It's awesome. Walk with the dogs, the puppy. I'm like, don't bark at the other dogs. You're embarrassing me. I bring treats in order to calm them. Um, But there's so many people out I mean, I don't want to live in a post-apocalyptic boy and his dog one-person world, but in this period of time, that would be fine. And then I could like press a button and have 
tailor the amount of people around me, tailor who it is who's right there. That would be my perfect world. Just kidding. I have no control, so I'm just dreaming of more control. You know what I'm saying? This calls for a song. I've been dog-sitting some dogs. I have to remember to bring more bags than dogs. There are two dogs. They may go to the bathroom more than once each. That means two bags won't be enough. Then we go to the park and the people ask about the breed of the dog. And that's not something I want to talk about in the morning. As well, I can't bring a cup of coffee. It's just too chaotic. And plus, I need to be wearing a mask. You can't drink coffee through a mask. Why don't they fix it? Hey. Have you ever asked someone about the breed of their dog when they're walking more than one? Hey. Have you ever asked someone to stop everything they're doing just to ask about their dog? Then I've got bad news for you. You have broken the social contract. Unspoken rules of the world. Unspoken laws of society thrown out the window by you. You can Google what dogs do. You can do all types of dogs. Doggos are quite prevalent on the internet. Also, if you don't live in a country that gives you the internet and makes it a human right, well, there's a place called the library and up-to-date books about dog breeds. So it's no excuse if you don't have the internet Don't ask people about the dogs they're walking One of them might be a puppy They're a handful Love parks. Just crazy about parks. I think it might be fun if I like buy some cross-country skis with the uh, Govmon the gov money I'm, I'm, I'm getting and I just, uh, you know, cross-country ski with the dogs. I think that would be a hell of a workout for them. They were so bad today. Moving on from dogs. Did I talk yesterday about this thing that drives me crazy? I mean, I know I did an Instagram thing about it. Um, it was about that loser... Rex Tillerson, the uh, guy who like worked for the Trump thing and was like the head of Exxon. This guy said, oh, you know, uh, he like criticized Trump just so he could be in the news a little bit. Said, how, you know, Trump wasn't listening to him. You know, he, I'd come into the thing with like eight things I want to talk about. I can only talk about three or four because he didn't want to hear more. Okay, I guess that's bad. Sure. Um, by the way, Trump sucks he's horrible he's he, i mean i know it's very trite for me to say 
I'm not here trying to like both sides Trump. I'm just saying don't look like a fucking idiot when you're criticizing literally a sitting duck. He is literally a duck that's sitting right now. He has morphed into a duck and he's just sitting there in a secret pond in Florida. No, but the guy's the easiest target in the world and people are still unable to attack him. They're still able to attack him about stuff that makes you not sympathetic to him, but you're just like, wow, you're hurting wide swaths of regular people just by saying this is his failing. So Rex Tillerton goes, oh, you know, like, uh, I, I found like he, he wouldn't really respond to what I was saying well until I, like he responded much better to like graphs and charts. And you could tell that that was like the article was trying to, you know, color that sentence. Like, it was like, oh, he's a dummy. He just watches... People learn different. I know. I feel like I said this exact same thing. But it's like everyone has different ways that they learn best. That's all I'm going to listen. So don't call him ADHD. Don't call him learning disabled. Like, that's not where you're going to get your points. It's not when... That's not how you're going to stop fascism. <laughs> that would have been like a... Thing. You know, like Hitler in the 40s, not to make the Trump-Hitler comparison, but or in the 30s, do you think all the all the people who are like, God, he's so ridiculous at these rallies. It is ludicrous. Did that help? No. Mine. And don't don't go. Oh, he's so fat. Trump's uh, Anderson Cooper. Oh, he's an obese whale blah, blah, rolling, lolling about. Who cares? Half the people who are calling him fat are the same people celebrating body positivity, Lizzo, this is the face of health type of Vogue covers. But because you ate Trump, he's all right to call fat. Well, guess what? Your fat friend, <laughs> your big friend who hears you going, oh, he's so gross and fat, is going to be like, oh, so that's what they really think of me. You jerk. And I know I've said this before too, but try not to throw around words like bipolar. And look, I'm not trying to police you. I'm trying to smart you up. Don't throw around words like, oh, they're bipolar. Oh, they're a sociopath. Blah, blah. You don't know. You're not a doctor. And guess what? When doctors have those cases, they don't use that, hopefully, to completely write off somebody. They're like, how will we treat this person? And I know there's a lot of you who deal with really messed up people in your lives. And I I know that that exists. I, and, and that's different. Being aware of someone's thing, you're probably taking it a lot more seriously. How are we calling anyone a narcissist at this point in Western society? Who can fucking tell who's a narcissist and who's not? Everyone's dressed up in narcissist pants. Look, I'm mad. I got energy. I watched John Wick 3. I was really excited for some sort of a trilogy. And uh, I, I got to spoil, not the movie, but I have to tell you, don't go into John Wick 3 thinking there won't be a John Wick 4. Because I was severely irritated. But I like the John Wick. It's like the Matrix if you just decided... 
to make a really, really, really bare bones plot. Then I read an interview with the director and I was like, mm, this guy kind of sounds like a cokehead. Was this movie made because of cocaine? Either way, I love Avkanu. You can call people evil. I mean, I don't think that like solves anything, but I think that's a nice cathartic way to at least, or so call someone's actions evil. Do I think the government of Donald Trump that would have done this regardless turned uh, getting rid of uh, protections so now people can uh, adoption agencies can turn away people based on their sex, uh, homeless shelters can do the same. <laughs> I mean, that's those are evil actions. So don't be like, no, oh, he can't fit in his pants. Be like, this guy can't fit into the gates of heaven because he's so mean. But I will tell you that I bet you that any other group of Republicans would have done the exact same thing. What did you think of the inauguration? I know I talked about it yesterday a little bit too. That was a shocker J-Lo showed up. That's cool though. Very historical. A great deal of historical things happened. Uh, lots of goodwill for Biden happening right now just because the amount of bad things that happened under the Trump administration pushing so far back that the first year is just going to be all these things that sound great but wouldn't have had to have been done if they hadn't been, you know, regret they hadn't regressed during those past four years. So that's like favorable for Biden, I guess. I really don't want to be like too cynical going into this thing of another country's president. I mean, I'm not in that country. I like it. I've lived there. I feel a connection. I have lots of friends there. I'm not from there for whatever that's worth. But it was such an intense, bizarre extremely extremely weird election period what period of time could this be compared to where there was a global pandemic no there was a national pandemic in the u.s nobody like you could there are lots of states where you could rally but if you had any good sense you weren't going to those rallies so of course trump's holding all these rallies meanwhile biden's doing nothing saying nothing waiting it out it was a let's watch Donald Trump screw everything up for the last few months kind of election. And there were still 70 million people who voted for him. Which is the reason I'm, if not cynical, stressed out. I mean, that is not a small number, no matter what people want to say. Luckily, I think that, I hope that it winds up being that all the things people are worried were going to be destroyed because Joe Biden comes in. People realize in many ways this is a status quo bunch of people on some level. And their temperatures go down. But we will see. We will see. We'll see if Donald Trump winds up forming a new political potty. 
And I really hope that something can be done so that the kids feel like they have a future. And that I can feel like I have a future because I have a child inside and that child tells me what to eat, (laughs) when to go to bed, how to address problems. I am controlled by a child inside my body. And uh, he's scared for his future. So, you know. Meanwhile, in Canada, the, the Proud Boys started here, sort of. You know, I don't need to get too deep into it, but Gavin McInnes or whatnot from Canada. And uh, very popular, the Proud Boys thing here. My friend Jamal, who was uh, um, on an episode, he owned a bar called Unlovable. There was a whole thing where Goldie who was working there as a manager and uh, she had to kick some proud boys out of there and another bar. Anyway, I'm just saying we have a lot of people who hate Trudeau here and the proud boys are here. Wouldn't it be wild if like Canada had this like shoddy insurrection attempt? Oh my God, that would be the worst. Could, could you even do that? Like what would a Canadian coup look like? There's just so many different uh parties so you're like going in there and like okay we're the bosses but like new democrats uh you guys can hang out uh rhino party you're cool elephant party i think there was an elephant party there should be an elephant oh wait that's the like republicans i guess i don't know donkey elephant anyway my point is I hope they don't. I hope they don't do anything bad. I hope everybody uh, gets uh, cured of their covids. I hope that uh, uh, the oldest president in the world, who um, today didn't answer any questions, Joe Biden didn't answer any questions. It is uh, coronavirus. Uh, it first coronavirus interview thing, uh, which is fine. But when someone tried to ask questions. <laughs> He went, come on, man. It's my first day or something. I'm telling you, this is like if when Ross Perot back in the day would, you know, the thing was he'd say like, can I finish? So hopefully, you know, like Biden's thing is come on, man. And uh, hopefully that just gives us laughs for four years of um, whatever the next four years are going to be in America. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're feeling fine. I hope you're not too cynical. I hope your hope is uh, carries you through. I hope that you don't need to have... When I say dog, I don't mean dog. It's like higher power for AA. So whatever your dog is, I hope it's giving you pleasure and not running across the street to chase after other dogs or pooping too many times on a walk pet your cat send me pictures of your pet you can check out my album nickflanagan.bandcamp.com both my albums are there I re-released I'm Here All Week my first album 10 years old that album is and I put on a brand new track that I recorded at my friend Chris Locke's birthday show so consider it. All right. Stay safe. Stay healthy. I'll talk to you soon.